0: Hi guys, it's Claire, and this is the Coached by Claire podcast. If you want some company in your pursuit of a healthier, stronger, fitter you, then you've come to the right place. Strap in for stories about my own journey and useful education about how you can improve your health and achieve the goals you've always wanted. Hi guys, welcome to episode 40. For those of you that are not doing the Shape Up program, Um, but just that listen to my podcast this is the first episode of the Shape Up program's Q&A and and episode 40 of the Coach by Claire pod so welcome and for those of you that are doing the Shape Up program this is for you this is your um, first Q&A and I've written down all of the questions that you've asked so far um so let's dive right on in so the first question um I've written down was from Carolyn and she said should we, we should we be working out daily as well as doing daily steps so the answer to that to that is no you don't have to work out every day in fact if you don't want to you don't have to do any of the workouts I will always always encourage people to do some sort of resistance training and movement because it's really good for you. We don't do resistance training to burn calories. We don't do resistance training to try and work off all the food that we've eaten. We do resistance training because it's really good for your muscles. It's really good for your bone health. It's really good for like your heart health and everything else. And it reduces the risk of lots of different types of diseases as you age. So that's why I will always encourage people to do resistance training. The workouts when you look on the app are set up so that you can choose how many days you do so if you want to work out if you are in the gym you will see there are workouts for the gym for four days or for three days so any that say three and four days next to them you do them um, whether you're doing three or four days. And then the ones that just say four days, you're doing those if you're just doing four days. And the ones that say three days, you're doing those if you're doing three days, if that makes sense. And then the home workouts, the home weighted workouts, I've done a three day program. So you would work out then three times a week. And the home body weighted program, I've done four workouts for that, but you don't have to do all four. You could just do two if that fit in with you. But as I said, you don't have to work out at all if it's not your thing. Um different people enjoy different types of exercise, right? And not everybody fits into the same box and that's absolutely okay. Um, so if you don't enjoy that type of thing, you don't have to do it. What this program is about is um getting you into a positive mindset, thinking about what you're grateful for, being able to pick out good things that have happened in your day getting enough basic movement in that you are going to pr- be promoting health and trying to focus on food freedom and improving your relationship with food and other people will come with different goals i think most of you have probably got a fat loss goal and so that's why i've given you nutritional targets and the workouts will really complement that so if you have time to do the workouts do them but if you don't have time to do them um then you don't have to. Um, And then Chloe B said, do we stick with the workouts as they are? I do a bit of cardio too. So that's absolutely fine. If you also want to do some cardio, you don't just have to do the workouts and nothing else at all. You can add in your own cardio. I tend not to program too much cardio. Um, I do sometimes program it for my one-to-ones. But people who enjoy cardio tend to like to do their own thing, I find. So whether that's like going out for a run or going cycling or whatever it is. So if you enjoy doing cardio, I would say, yes, do some cardio. Stick it onto the end of your workout if you're doing it in the gym. And then you can just log it on the app. And actually, I think um, another question from Chloe was how to add treadmill run to the app. So you can go onto the app and you can just add on like a yoga session or Pilates or tennis or whatever it is that you've done. Um, so when you do your workout and you log your weights and you complete the workout, that's the the weighted workout that you're doing. But then there is another option on the app. If you look at your main home screen and the little plus button, you can add in um, exercise. So you can do it like that. Jess said, do we actually have to weigh everything? What about leftover watermelon from my kid's plate? So if you are wanting to track your food and track your calories to stay within your calorie deficit, then yes, really, you need to weigh everything. This is something that um, takes time to get used to. So I have done tracking food for a long time now, on and off. I haven't done it the whole time. So I started on my fitness journey um, in air quotes there for people who are not watching this in video form um, back in January 2020 and to begin with I was pretty religious with weighing stuff because that's how I found I could be most accurate however after you have weighed for a period of time you will find that you can probably eyeball stuff pretty well and tracking and weighing food and counting calories is just a tool right it's not A way of life it doesn't have to be something that you do forever and ever um so eventually you will be able to come to a place where you don't need to track as religiously because you will know that the foods you're eating are x y and z calories um in terms of watermelon jess absolutely you do not need to be weighing or tracking the watermelon that you're eating off your kids plate watermelon has next to no calories in it And there are some foods that as you track, you will find you actually don't need to weigh and track them. And if anyone has listened to my podcast before um, or if any of my one to one clients are listening to this, you will laugh because you know what I'm going to say now. For example, mushrooms, you don't have to weigh because mushrooms are about eight calories per hundred grams. So mushrooms are something you are never ever going to overeat. So you don't ever need to worry about tracking mushrooms unless you wanted to specifically track your food to look at your fiber intake, then tracking everything would then make a difference because obviously lots of veg has fiber in it and stuff. So you would want to like keep account of that but none of us are doing that so it's fine the, the those of you that are going to be tracking your food your focus is calories primarily and then secondly protein um so watermelon and mushrooms you definitely know, don't need to track and just if you're having like bits of food off your kids plates things like watermelon obviously are fine But if you are hoping to drop a little bit of body fat and maybe just um, think about what you're eating a little bit more, it might be useful for you to try to stop doing that. And I know that part of the reason that we do that is because we don't want food to be wasted. Um, This is really common with lots of mums and dads that they do this, their children will have their dinner and then they'll leave and then you'll just clear up the rest of what's on their plate. If you've already had your evening meal or you're about to have your evening meal and you are somebody who is trying to drop body fat, I would strongly advise don't do that because that will add sometimes unwanted calories to your day. So obviously, as I said, if things like watermelon, it doesn't fucking matter. But if it's like, pasta and cheese, or something that's more calorie dense, then that is going to make a bit of a difference. Um, And the, the thought that it is food waste is, and I totally get it, but what you have to think is you have to sort of try and reframe that. So like, the food was already wasted when you cooked too much, or like when you go out to a restaurant, the food was already wasted when you ordered too much. And you have to think like your body is not a bin so it doesn't it doesn't make a difference whether you put that food in the bin or you put that into you like if nobody wants to eat it if it's surplus it's already been wasted right could there be a way that you could work around that could you put the leftover food and a little bit of tupperware stick it in the fridge could the kids eat it the next day could you have it for lunch the next day or something? That's quite a nice way to work around that without feeling like you're having to throw food away. But as I said, when it comes to things like watermelon, anything like that, you absolutely don't need to worry. Um, The next question was from Jill. And in fact, it wasn't a question, actually, but I wrote this down because it was really interesting. So Jill yesterday made for her lunch... um, I think it was roasted veg with some couscous maybe and some chicken. And it was 517 calories and 54 grams of protein, which is amazing. So well done for that, Gillian. But she said it's more calories than I'd usually like for lunch um and so I just wanted to touch on this because 517 calories is actually a really good nice amount of calories to have for lunch and you shouldn't worry that that is too much with all of you for all of the calorie allowances that I've given for all of you they're not all exactly the same some of them some of you have got slightly different targets depending on height weight etc um But for all of you, around 500 calories is a really nice amount to have for lunch. If you've got 1800 calories to have in a day and you have 500 calories for breakfast and 500 calories for lunch, you've got an extra 800 calories then for a nice big dinner or 600 calories for a dinner and 200 calories left over for a snack. So please never feel... Like 517 calories is too much for lunch. It's absolutely not. And also the beauty of this is that if you were to have a really big lunch and you ended up having, say, 900 calories for lunch, it's still very doable to fit dinner and breakfast in around that and stay within your daily calories. And this is part of the point of having a realistic um healthy calorie target that is not too drastic that's not going to make it really difficult for you to stick to um so jill please don't worry that that's too many calories because it's definitely not um jill again is it okay to add sugar-free squash to water absolutely um lots of people don't particularly like the taste of water um which is absolutely fine i i actually love water and i love it when it's like really cold and icy it's one of my favorite things but squash is a really great great way to make it slightly more palatable um and more enjoyable and just to like switch it up a little bit because sometimes drinking two liters of water can become you know a little bit boring right and that's absolutely fine so sugar-free squash counts towards your water intake for sure tea and coffee also counts towards your water intake because if you think if you make a cup of coffee or a cup of tea you've probably got a good 250 mils of water in there um so that definitely counts things that don't count are like fizzy drinks um and fruit juices some coaches will say that you can still count fruit juice but i've I would rather you didn't I would rather you were actually hydrating with h2o um so yeah sugar-free squash tea coffee all fine to count towards your water intake then we have jade do we weigh pasta before or after it's cooked silly question I know so just as a little um public service announcement no question is a silly question And you might find over these six weeks that you ask me similar questions and that's absolutely fine. Like I'm happy to repeat myself 10 times a day if I need to. This is about me teaching you how you can fit all of this stuff into your life, how you can approach your goals sustainably and get the results that you want. And that involves asking a lot of questions. And, you know, if you've never done this before or you've spent your life doing you know different fad diets you know I've I've talked about it a million times before the slimming worlds the in fact someone messaged me on Instagram the other day and reminded me about the special k diet which really made me laugh because I totally forgot about this but do you remember when it was like adverts on tv and Kellogg's were um you know, trying to sell special K and it was like, do the special K diet and drop a dress size. And basically the diet was that you ate a bowl of special K for breakfast and a bowl of special K for lunch. And then one like normal meal. Like, yeah, I just, and the thing is, if you've done, if you've done diets like that and you know, you've never done this before, you're going to have loads of questions. So no question is silly. So, um, generally you weigh pasta before when it's dry and usually on the back of the packet it will say typical values and then in brackets it will probably say cooked so on the pasta I have in my cupboard it says 217 grams of pasta cooked is 345 calories or something but then at the bottom underneath all the nutritional information there's a little asterisk and it says 100 grams of uncooked pasta equals 217 grams of cooked pasta. So you need to weigh out 100 grams of uncooked pasta to get the calories and the nutrient nutrient amounts that are labeled on the packet, if that makes sense. Some pasta brands might do it slightly differently, but I think most of them do it like that. What you don't want to do is weigh out 217 grams of uncooked pasta because then by the time you cook it, it will be more than double what the calories say on the packet, if that makes sense. If any of you have got like questions about that or you're not sure about your pasta packets, just send me a picture in the group and I can have a look at it for you. Um, Stacey, leg press at the gym is to push away rather than lowering towards me is this a big issue or shall I just adapt the workouts to suit yeah so just adapt your workouts to suit a leg press is a leg press is a leg press really um they they are slightly different the 45 degree angle leg press where you lower the plate towards you if you think you it's probably slightly harder because you've got gravity going against you um it's a leg press, it's a leg press. So it's absolutely fine. So if you have slightly different equipment at your gym, for example, some people will have a seated hamstring curl where you bend the bar, with the bar sits like behind your ankles and you bend it underneath you. And some people will have a laying hamstring curl where you lie down on a machine and the bar just sits on the back of your ankles and you bring the bar up towards your bottom. So again, like if it's something like that, you can just switch it out. There is no, um, there's no rigidity to this. Like you can adapt as you see fit. Um, In terms of like the layout of the exercises Um, I've programmed them in a specific way. So if you can try and keep the, um, the order of them the same, that would be preferable. Um, but again, like if you can't, you don't have to. And then the other thing that I just wanted to touch on was yesterday, someone said at the end of the day that they hadn't Quite hit their steps and they'd gone over their calories, but they were going to, you know, try again today. And I just wanted to say, like, that's just such a good attitude to have. Like, if you don't hit all your steps and you go over your calories, don't stress about it. It's not the end of the world. We are on, you know, well, it's Tuesday now, so we're on day two, but we've done one day and you've got all week to try again and you've got six weeks to keep trying and as I said before this is not about perfection this is about trying your best with what you've got and it's a learning curve right so you're not going to just jump into this and be like oh yeah I'm doing everything perfectly I've hit my steps I've hit my calories I've drank all my water I've done all my workouts like I've hit my protein perfectly that's not real life some days will look you know better than others and some days will look like not worse than others but you might not be as pleased with your um like progress on other days and that's absolutely fine like you've got to remember that yeah this is not about being perfect it's about doing what you can with what you've got and every moment is a new opportunity to kind of draw a line under what's happened and reset and go for it again and then the last thing I wanted to say, that was all of the questions for this one. But the last thing I just wanted to say was, um, this, is, this is not about, as I've just said, being perfect, but you have got to put the work in to get the results. And the more you put in, the more you will get out of it. But that's not just as in, you have to work really hard. This is about like engaging in, in the group aspect of it, supporting each other, asking the questions checking in with me when you feel like things are going to shit if you're having a bad day or a bad week put a message on the group and say claire i'm having a bad day i'm having a bad week this is what my week's looked like da 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 da, da. give me some give me some details give me some context and i can do you a little pep talk check in encouragement whatever you need to keep you moving forwards. But the more you put in, the more you will get out. So don't, if you feel like it's all going tits up and you can feel yourself pulling back, don't do that. Talk to me, come to the front, come and say, I need some help. And the lovely thing about this already that I'm really enjoying is that you are all so lush in the group. Like you all seem really supportive of each other. You're all cheering each other along. You're sharing your wins. You're even saying, as I said, um, I think it was Karen that said that she hadn't hit the targets that she'd wanted to yesterday. Like even just coming and saying like, that, that's such a nice thing to be able to do because it obviously feels like a safe space to do that. So I think it's a really nice environment. I'm loving having you all here and I hope that you're enjoying it so far. And I'm really excited to see where this next six weeks takes us, um, And remember the little challenge, I'm going to do a challenge every week. So the challenge for this week is if you can hit your 10,000 steps every day, you will be in the prize draw for a little prize. Um, I have decided what the prize is, but I'm not going to tell you yet. Um, It's not anything like extravagant or terribly exciting, but it's just a nice little thing that I thought we could do that will maybe help kind of like keep you going and spur you along a little bit. So... That concludes the Q&A for today. Any questions, keep dropping them in the group. And I will do another one of these later in the week if needed, or I can do another one next week. I will wait and see like how many questions come along and how kind of urgent they are for the answers. Um, But yeah, well done to all of you on smashing your first day. And let's have an amazing week thank you so much everybody for coming to listen if you are listening to this in podcast form and you're not part of the six week shape up program there is still time to join if you would like to the doors are open until tomorrow morning which is wednesday the 5th of july um if you don't want to join this round but you're thinking about coming on the next round let me know and i will pop you on the waiting list but thank you as always very much for coming to listen